Welcome to Your Birth Partners. We are here to break down barriers and cultivate community as we discuss issues that impact pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. We welcome you no matter what your background is and are so excited to learn together. So today we are continuing the conversation, breaking down our motto. So what does it mean to be respected, trusted, and heard through the birthing process? And this is something that was really important to me as we were creating this organization and getting a sense of our values and what was important to us and what we thought needed to change to create a better perinatal healthcare system. So we'll be diving into how we see this playing out in our practices now. And I'm also going to have a chance to explain to you a little bit more about the perspective I've had as a birth nurse working in the hospital and some of the barriers that come up for us in terms of actually living out these ideals. So I look forward to sharing this conversation with you. On to the show. So we've had a chance to discuss what it means to us to let birth be, exist, without trying to put so many constraints and expectations on it. And we've also talked about what it is to be inspired by birth. And I, now I want to just kind of move on to that next piece of it, which I think is sometimes a little bit harder to put into practice. That respect that you have yeah. for the person you're caring for. Yeah. That like, yeah. It's their story, and that you yeah. are. Yes. And even when we want to be different, like yeah. they don't all, they don't all, you know, for a number of things that are, like you said, just completely out of our control that are beyond, yeah. you know, what anyone yeah. can do, but also things that are just not, you know, everyone is on their own journey. And yeah. we have to kind of accommodate for that. I, you know, those, those last couple of things of our, you know, motto is that I think they really go hand in hand. It's that respect and trust and heard. So, yes. like, do people during birth, do they actually feel that way? Because I think, like you said, when we can answer yes, like, yes, mm -hmm. this person mm -hmm. was respected for what yes. they wanted in that moment, which is allowed to change. Mm -hmm. It's allowed to be different mm -hmm. It is <laughs> from a couple minutes ago, from three weeks ago, yeah. you know, and do we just trust, do we, do we trust people with their own bodies, with their birth? Mm -hmm. Do we just right. trust them to, that it's their, that it's their life. And that's, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's hard. Life. And I think, you know, we expect that, like, I think so, you know, a lot of in like, especially in the medical model, like we expect that trust from us, right? Like we expect people to respect our opinions. We expect people to mm. trust us and what we bring to the table mm. with, our, with our experience and our education, which absolutely matters, you know, but we expect that. And then when someone comes in and they, <laughs> and they don't <laughs> agree Right. With what we've said that there is that that piece of all of our you know that ego that just is like ooh yeah how dare mm. you uh -huh. yeah but like yeah. I've done this a couple yeah. of times and you know yes. uh, and like it has mm -hmm. to be a, it has to be two ways and if yes. and yeah. if it's only so going to be true. one way it has to just be from us to the person we're caring from like yes. we have to respect them and we have yeah. to trust them even if it doesn't feel like that's coming back to us that doesn't right. matter. Yeah. That's on us to process time, but that's like, that yes. is not what has to happen yeah. you know, right there. And I feel like that I was listening to these really powerful stories. Mothers, grandmothers were sharing for um, some women, black women in our country who have died, mm -hmm. you know, recently, and they were hosting this really 
incredible panel talking about the experiences that their daughters had as they went through birth and then afterwards trying to get care. And the theme throughout all of them was that they did not have them. People just flat out did not hear them, right? Their provider just, they couldn't get anyone. No one would see them. They wouldn't return the call. They just wouldn't see, you know, they went to seek care and they were pretty much told like, eh, you're fine. And they were not, you know, and that there was just, there was no respect for yeah. what they yeah. knew about their own body. There was no trust right. in them as, again, as a, a fully autonomous person that we all are in, at every stage of our life. And especially yeah. when we're pregnant and bringing another life into it, that does not magically mm-hmm. go away. Mm-hmm. And I just felt feeling like, oh, like constantly we yeah. trample on people's mm-hmm. rights. Like we just- We do. We dismiss them. Because we treat them as if they have no clue. I will tell you one thing. um, I mean, this was the driving force of me becoming a midwife. I always knew, like, even as a teenager, I mean, 14, 15 years old, didn't know I wanted to be a midwife, but I knew that women mattered. And I knew that I needed to be with women. I needed to work with women. And I didn't even know in what capacity, but I just knew. Like I'd always felt that way and being a labor and delivery nurse for such a long time, seeing all the things that needed to be changed. I'm like, I need to become a midwife because I need to fix this, at least for some women. And the one thing that I drive home with all of my patients, I don't care who they are, is that you are your best advocate. Thank yeah. you for trusting me. Thank you for coming to see me to allow me to care for you. And this is even for my GYN patients, but I remind them and I empower them and I tell them the moment you think something is off, you come see me because I I don't know unless you tell me and I will listen to you because I trust that you Mm -hmm. know. This is Mm -hmm. the first time I've ever laid eyes on your body. This is the first time I've ever touched your body. I am relying on you to tell me what is going on so that we can work together to figure it out. You know, like I just, and I, and my, my teenagers, the same thing. And right now I work with a population that is pretty high risk. I can't tell you how many STIs I treat daily and I empower those women. And I tell them, you do not feel ashamed. You are going to learn from this experience. I'm going to give you the tools so that now you can go out and be better. Like, I am not judging you. This is a safe space. You are allowed to do whatever you want to do with your body, but I want to teach you how to do it safely. And I Mm -hmm. want you to know Mm -hmm. doing these things are going to increase your risk. Right. But there is no judgment here because I want you to tell me everything. And until we like 100% feel that way about every single person we care for, women are going to continue to die senselessly. Yes. Babies are going to continue to die senselessly. These things are going to continue to die and or continue to occur and nothing's going to change until we start treating people like they are human beings, yes. like they are freely thinking. And even if they don't have a ninth grade education, mm-hmm. they know their bodies mm-hmm. because That's they are right. the experts of That's them. That's right. They know their That's bodies right. and maybe they can't articulate what's going on, but they know something Mm -hmm. is just not right. Something is, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. That's, it's, it's, it's such a um, challenge, you know, in the hospital setting that yeah. we um, have to deal with. It's, it's like an air, you know, about yeah. them that, that, that yes. um, labor and delivery nurses have. Yes. Like this, this is my area. This is my, I'm an expert here and you're just coming in, you know, to help have this baby. My, my last birth, I could, my mom was laboring on the toilet in the toilet and I could hear that it I was said, changing. Uh-oh, it's yes. time. We, we had only been there two and a half, three hours. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, well, I would ra- rather not the baby come in the toilet. Let me just <laughs> go get, <laughs> let me go get somebody. The baby's coming. But don't you love that, that sound yes. when you know oh, it's time? Yes. Oh. At that point, she had traveled. Yes. She, she was, she was up reaching for baby's <laughs> hand. Come on. Mm-hmm. And I went yes. to the nurse. I said, just come take a listen. It's, it's time. She said, oh, no, I've been doing this a, a long time. She's only been here two hours. There's no way the baby is coming. Mm, huh? That arrogance. arrogance. I was like, yes. wow, okay. So I found the midwife, and the midwife came in and just stood. She didn't even go in the bathroom. I was so impressed. She just stood there and listened. Yeah. She said, oh, get the bed ready. It's time. Ooh, that gives I me said, chill. oh, <gasps> yes. okay. I, could, I was so shocked. You could hear. Now. Hear you know, if it was mom saying, okay, you know, baby's coming or, you know, sure. if, if someone would have came, baby would have came in a, <laughs> came in a toilet. Yes. But for them to release this air and treat every mother as a mother, as a person, yes. individual person and not, I, you know, you're, you're the expert. You're not, like you said, you're not an expert at this, on this body, this particular okay. yes. birth. Yes, it's so important. So important. That distinction is hard. Every woman sounds the same when it's time. Yes, indeed. Yes. <laughs> yes. You can hear it. It's like, oh, yes, that, was, that moan was different. That, that's different. <laughs> A shift has taken place. Yes. But I think it's funny that, like, I, love it. I don't think everyone hears it. Oh, they don't. Like, they don't want to. No, because mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. they're in another realm. Right, they're yep. tracking how a contraction looked on the monitor, yes, or the time, or any factors, right? Yes, they look mm-hmm. start, mm-hmm. right, and we get this snippet mm-hmm. into you know clinical factors, and you decide like, oh, this mom because it's her first baby, or because she's got mm. this history, like, eh, there's no way she's ever going to have a vaginal yes. birth. So I'm not even looking for that. I'm just waiting for enough time to pass that we're finally going to call it. Yeah. Like it's a completely different view on what birth is, what it means That's what I was, to yeah. people, like what yes. it, what it is as yes. a, my, my sweatshirt to yes. say says birth matters, yes. but yes. It, it does like it matters yeah. on this so many other levels. It's not just a day. It's not just a mm-hmm. moment, but I think for mm-hmm. us and it's not, it's not any one individual person's fault. Obviously it's, it's the culture we've created around it particularly, yeah. you know, in hospital birth. Yeah. And it makes it hard sometimes for us to tune into that because, you know, mm. we've been told so many other things That's about right. what birth means, about what birth looks yeah. like. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which takes us back to, you know, the beginning and, the, you know, the core of it before we had all these doodads and machines and all that. What, what, what was birth? Yes. And, and if we just hold space and listen and watch and it, it happens. It happens. Yes. And so, the, the beauty okay. and the expertise is that, like, 
Right. When yes. we, we can be yes. there to support it. If something does go that's off right. course, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. when then we need to be able to pull in that's an extra, right. yes. that yes. know-how, right? You know, mm-hmm. like it's, and that has been happening again forever, yeah. right? Yeah. From millennia, there have been people who had a lot of experience uh-huh. Who were there midwifing, you know, midwifing, midwifing, and who were providing those, you know, those services that support. They were the ones who had seen tons of babies yeah. before and they could know, they could hear the difference. They would say, Oh, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not right. Oh, mm-hmm. baby's in here a little funky. We need right. to do something to help baby. Oh, hey, right. you're bleeding too much. Yes. <laughs> Here's what we do next. Like we've always had yes. different ways of balancing yeah, it with things are not yes. going perfect. But that's when it's needed, not just yes. because you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we could. Right. Right. Mm. Mm. I'm really grateful for these conversations to, to center yeah. and kind of to just think more intentionally about the work that we get, mm-hmm. <laughs> that we get this honor mm-hmm. to do and to be a part of and to think about how do we bring different energies into that space and change. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with, with your part, <clears throat> How do you see change coming about in the hospital setting with, with your coworkers? And because I'm, I'm sure it, it, it has gotten difficult for you as someone that trusts birth and seeing nurses or doctors handling things probably in a not so good manner. Um, how, how has that journey been for you? Yeah. So I think it's, it is, it's interesting. I, as a, you know, a more, whatever, holistically minded, yes. like labor and delivery nurse, I often mm-hmm. feel like I'm, you know, straddling these two mm-hmm. parts of life. I, you know, I pursued nursing very much, you know, like Angela was saying, I knew I wanted to be involved in birth <laughs> and then nursing was the path to, to get there right. kind of right. a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I went into it with a different vision for what birth was going to look like. And then that has obviously evolved just like you know, Angela was saying, you know, before I can certainly look back on conversations I had with people, the way I taught a class, you know, mm-hmm, <laughs> five, mm-hmm, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And you look back with that little bit of cringe that like, hmm, yeah, I was just, I was in a way right then I was feeling right. a way in my head about how this was going to yes. work and that this was the right mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think just again, that kind of just that, uh, that passion that comes okay. <laughs> with youthful right. exuberance that you right. feel like both that you can change things and like, this is what has to happen. If we just did this, mm-hmm. what happened? Mm-hmm. And so I think that as I've worked and you know, I've had the privilege of working in, you know, several different hospital settings. And so, you know, in all of those, I found the people who probably have a similar viewpoint on birth okay. and what it means okay. and providers. And that's always really helpful just for both changing the skills, you know, and increasing my knowledge about what things can look like, you know, and I've also obviously I've always had colleagues who have a different take right. on right. birth. And I think it has been, obviously, certainly there are hard moments sometimes where you see something happening. You think yeah. like, oh, this is just really not the way mm. I want this to play out. This is not the call I want to be making. Um, and sometimes that comes down to a provider preference. You know, I'm, I am a okay. nurse. I'm there to to help and support the process and take care of all these things. I don't always, I'm not the one who gets, you know, the the final say yes. <laughs> on yeah. how, you know, how a birth is progressing. And just like you said, sometimes that can be really disheartening yeah. when you wanted it to be different, when you mm-hmm. thought something mm-hmm. else could be the outcome. And so at the same time, I also think it's, you know, it's those opportunities for grace and just reminders mm-hmm. that like, you know, we aren't in control and that we are all keep learning and growing Yes. as we go. Yeah. And so absolutely it is easy to sit there and 
judge or be frustrated with how someone else is handling a situation, but without having walked that mile in their shoes, yeah. without knowing the background, without knowing how, how did that yeah. last birthday attended go? What happened yes. there? Did something happen? Yes. That, you know, we, we That's transfer, like, we bring mm-hmm. that on. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think as I've gotten older, and practiced more. I've been able to have more a more nuanced view at it. I think earlier on it was really it was probably more frustrating to me. I think now okay. I get less frustrated about individual differences in care and more mm-hmm. about the system. Like I feel like that okay. is my that is now what bothers because I feel like what has driven those individual behaviors most of the time is not an individual who just <laughs> hates yes. birth or hates women or is yes. trying to ruin people's experiences. Uh, unfortunately, those people might mm-hmm. exist, but that's not who I've met. I have met people who have had been a part of really bad experiences okay. because of okay. the way we do birth right. that scares them and it scars mm-hmm. them and it makes them not trust birth. It okay. makes them not okay. trust people we're caring for, right? To right. be, you know what I mean? Because I think we've set up care so that there's too many to balance. You're in charge mm-hmm. of too many people's care. Yeah. So they don't all get great care. So then- mistakes happen, bad mm-hmm. things happen because we didn't give people the attention they needed, you know? Okay. And so then I think when people are part of a system like that for again, decades, yes, it beats down on your soul. Mm. It does, you know? And so then you get jaded, <laughs> like, mm. you know, like we talked about, you get burnt out, out. on yes. what it means to care for people. And so you start just accepting that like, meh, it's not going well. Eh, I could do that extra stuff but it feels extra, right? It doesn't feel like baseline. It feels like, ah, that's going to be a whole lot of effort. Is it even going to matter? Cause I'm doing this with, you know, like it, yes. you know, it changes the way you view, you view birth and you view what your role is within it. It, it disempowers you. You know, I okay. think when you keep okay. seeing that this is how birth operates again, yeah. that whole, you know, I had the chance when I was talking to um, Dr. Mimi Niles a couple episodes ago and uh, she's a midwife and she talked about that piece of it in particular where, you know, we set up hospitals as birth factories, yeah. right? So we made it assembly line. Yeah. We tried to create it as much as we could. Yep. You come in, you pop on the monitor, you do this, we get you this and check, check, yeah. check, check, check yeah. to make it easy for us to yes. manage an influx yes. without increasing the staff we provide mm. without, you know, like Angela talked about with burnout, without changing who else is there to help. We just said like, okay, cool. So now you're also responsible for this and this and this and this and this. Right. And everyone has a capacity. So eventually people, they Mm. have to let go of something, whether it's just to literally get through the day or it's to just to get, you know, to to have any mental energy for themselves. They just start saying, well, then I'm not going to do this part of it because that's, that's too much. For, for me to do. And so again, I'm there certainly sure. Some people can be just lazy or selfish or whatever, but I don't think that's most people. And I don't think that's most people again, who go into like caring professions. I don't think they go into it because they want to <laughs> just do the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. I think they go into it thinking that they're going to be helping people okay. thinking that they're going to be a part of it. And then, you know, the system comes along and says, Nope, I'm not gonna let you do that easily. Nope, I'm going to penalize you because you were in that person's room forever helping them do birth. And so then you weren't taking care of the rest of your assignment. So now right. other people had to pick up the slack and you're actually kind of like in wow. trouble. Slash people are irritated at you because they yes. didn't have that energy, but everyone yes. has, you know what I mean? And not in a, yes. not, not in a bad way, not necessarily, I guess, like, but that there's just, 
you know, they are feeling like, oh, well, you weren't there to do it. So I had to do it, which means that I couldn't do the thing I like, and it, it ripples. Right. You know? So I think people end up, you end up creating these systems where people realize like, oh, I can't be in that person's room, helping them Mm. change position, helping them come up with different whatever's, you know, taking them off the fetal monitor and, you know, just auscultating if that's indicated and, you know, and appropriate so that they can have more freedom of movement because I don't, I have to also do these other things. Right. Right. You know? And so that just makes it so it's really, I think it's not all the time. Every day is different, right? (laughs) Mm Because some days, sure Mm -hmm. you do. You've only have one person you're caring for and you feel like, yes, I can give it my all and I'm fresh and I had my self-care yesterday. So I'm like ready to hit this. It's my first (laughs) Mm -hmm. shift of three, but Mm -hmm. by that third shift, you know, and you've been at, you know, this is your fourth 12 hour shift in a row. Wow. Like it's really hard to bring that same energy, even for someone Mm -hmm. who loves birth and and really wants to see it be that personal. And so I think it's always just that like, but yeah, so it's, I don't know, there's this balance, but it's, and like I said, I mean, again, sometimes we all can make individual people still have individual yeah. choices and the ability right. to change. But so often right. when we try to make these big changes we want to see happen, there's all these other issues that are holding okay. people back from doing it that are, that are unfortunately beyond our control. And that's why we just, we need to change the way, the way we train people. We need to change the way we staff. Yes. Yes. And, and people don't want to do yes. that because again, it's the almighty dollar yeah. that costs more money. Yeah. So then people yeah. are, you know, getting less and that is, then it, then mm. it can't change, you know, yes. we can't, <laughs> Wow. And so I, so yeah, I think it's just, it's a lot to be a part of a system that mm-hmm. doesn't always feel like it's honoring. Yeah. Birth. Yeah. Birth where people are. And again, yeah. that doesn't always feel like it, it matches up with your, what you mm-hmm. what you value, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to be a part of a system. And so you do, you make all these, you try, you know, and, and you it's, try. Yes. it's integrated work. I heard, you know, Jenny Josephs was saying on um, the evidence-based birth podcast, you know, a couple, maybe weeks, months ago, but she, you know, said about this, like, this is generational work, like the changes mm. that we're trying to make to birth care, right? It's yes. taken us hundreds of years, you know, to uh-huh. get here, uh-huh. you know, 1900s to now birth is uh-huh. completely 180, you know, we're in such right. a different place right? and it will take time yeah, to get back there. And so, you know, I try mm-hmm. to focus on the things that I individually can do each day, do. each time I'm taking care of someone, how do I do that? And then yes. we just keep, we keep chipping away. We keep talking about this stuff. We keep mm-hmm. calling out these issues mm-hmm. and we keep mm-hmm. giving, you know, ourselves mm-hmm. grace to make, yes. to make the changes yes. that we can yes. in our bubble. And then to just keep, you know, we keep pushing, we keep taking it mm-hmm. like, I feel like it's my, you know, my new life slogan, but it's one day at a time, right? You just keep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One, one mama at a time, one patient yeah. at a time. It one, is. It's yeah. one birth at a time, right? Yeah. Each time we have a chance to have that one, yep. you know, it's that whole, Mm-hmm. what's the quote about, you know, if you, you know, if you change one person's life, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it, if each of us in our lives, if we get that chance to touch and change one yes. person's life, like what a gift that is. And if it's yeah. more than that one person and that right. number keeps growing, like, yeah, even mm-hmm. better, but mm. yeah. Yeah. But there, there's lots of work to do and there's it lots is. of, it is. you know, mm-hmm. we can all do that work individually. And then we all have to just keep we have to keep reaching out and and pushing for it to be beyond, beyond That's us, because right. because right. ours we deserve more. Yes, Earth deserves more. We our system does not have to be this way because it is serving no one. You know, oh. it's not serving mm-hmm. it's not serving the people who are operating within it who are trying to provide care. It's certainly not serving the people who are receiving the care. Yes, yes, 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Keep pushing. We're doing this. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. We love to talk birth and would love to talk about it with you. Please join the conversation by finding us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We're your birth partners on all platforms. You can check out our show notes for a full transcript of this episode and a few links that we hope will help you as you grow in your practice. We'd love to hear from you about what struck you about this conversation, something you've learned, something you're considering as you keep working to make birth better. Till next time. <laughs>